Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TCK Care, the podcast. This is your host, Stephen Black, and joining us on the show today is uh, someone who I have missed meeting by that much. And uh, we're finally getting to meet through the podcast. Just a friend connected us, um, said uh, David has an interesting story and uh, really encouraged me to reach out to him and, and get, his, get his story for the, for the podcast. So here we are. So, David, welcome to the show. Thanks, Stephen. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. And, David, number one question, where are you from? Uh, I am from Cebu, Philippines. So, if you took a bullseye map of the Philippines and drew one right smack dab in the middle, that's where Cebu was. Okay. Is. Should still be. Hopefully, it hasn't <laughs> moved recently. <laughs> You know, honestly, for someone who's lived in the Philippines, my geography is relatively terrible. And yeah. so I don't know if I could draw a map of the Philippines, honestly. <laughs> I lived in, I lived, I grew up in Nigeria too, and I couldn't even name all the countries in Africa, unfortunately. I'm not a big geography guy. Oof. But there, it, there are a little bit more countries in Africa than provinces in the Philippines. So sure, I guess sure. I could give you a pass. Mm. There, I feel like the Philippines has more islands, though. So. I mean, you know, like, what is it, like a thousand or something? Uh, give or take seven. It's about 7,100 or something like that. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Wowza. <laughs> you know, you weren't too far off. Let's <laughs> just, by, just by 6,000. That's great. <laughs> I'm not even going to edit that out. That's just fantastic. <laughs> Makes me feel good about myself. Nice, nice humbling moment. Oh man! Yeah, gosh. you know, well, you got to get this started off right. right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. So, David, um, tell me if, if we can get into things a little bit here. I wanted to ask you, yeah, what was slash is your favorite part of being a TCK? I think my favorite part being a TCK is I can get away with making Asian jokes and it not being offensive to people. Hmm. No, I, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I think <laughs> I think my favorite part genuinely is having a completely different experience than the people I live with. I mean, live live around. So mm -hmm. I live in uh, it's just 40 minutes north of Portland, Oregon. It's a very white uh, city. And a lot of the people that I talk to have only grown up in the Northwest. And so it's kind of fun being able to have a lot of different experiences uh, with, you know, when I, for example, I got a friend who he, his family is Chinese and we go to this Powell's seafood restaurant and I'm in there and like the Chinese waitress comes up to me and starts trying to speak uh, Chinese to me because I'm sitting with this Chinese family. And nice. there's like, I have no idea what's going on here, but like I felt at home with it. You know, it was like, oh, oh, I get this. So I think that's honestly my favorite part is that I feel at home being in other cultures that I might not even know what the waitress is asking me, but that I, I kind of have an affinity towards it. Hmm. That's interesting. It's interesting that you can come across a culture that you don't have a lot of experience with. Like you said, you don't actually speak Mandarin or whatever it is, but yeah. having having that cross-cultural moment where... Uh, you don't really understand the understand the exact words, but you get the general message. Like that experience in itself can be somewhat, I don't know, nostalgic, home, yeah, home, homely, comfortable, familiar, something. 
Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, it's it definitely makes me feel like um, there's there's something bigger than my current experience. Like right. I I can there are broader horizons, as it were. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. There, you, your 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 horizons are broader than they would be otherwise. And you know, part of the classic definition of a TCK is that a TCK uh, doesn't necessarily have uh, full ownership of any culture but has uh, a relationship with multiple cultures and it's interesting that you know you grew up in Cebu and yet um, you have sort of a relationship with perhaps a lot of Asian cultures and might not feel uncomfortable when someone starts speaking a language to you that you don't understand like you have you have the capacity to have a relationship with a culture that you're not necessarily familiar with at this in this moment so that's just that's just a very cool way of thinking about the broadness of a worldview and what that means exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting because sometimes I think we forget that our worldview is truly as large as our experience and our perspective mm. and it can, it can grow and it can also shrink. Uh, it depends on if we are willing to, uh, you know, embrace what might come along or if we decide to push away certain things. Um, yes. And that, you know, but I've always struggled with like, is that a good or a bad thing? You know, should should our worldview always be as large as it possibly can be? Or should we be selective? And I, mm. I think for me, that's one of my primary challenges. Having, growing up in another culture, I, you know, I never learned the language there, for example. I mean, one of a hundred languages. Um, mm -hmm. But if I had, you know, it'd be great for the every once in a while uh, Cebuano that I run into. But there's only 20 million speakers worldwide. Mm. So it's like even the, I could have had that that increased affinity towards that towards the culture in that way. But coming over here, that would be. It it really wouldn't be that helpful or beneficial in the long run. Hmm. Interesting. So, what's the alternative to learning Cebuano? Like, are you are you saying that it's more beneficial to learn another language that's more useful to you, or it's more beneficial to take up brain space with something that's more applicable? Or what's what's the alternative there? The alternative in in my case was I lived in a city of one point five million people. And, you know, 80% of them could speak conversational English. Yeah. So in my circumstances, you know, it's funny. I, it, it's the classic, it's the classic, uh, you know, you, you have this idea of what your ideal would be, but you still would live against it. So, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, I, I still think ultimately not learning Sabano ended up in the long run being just a-okay. -okay. Mm -hmm. I was able to, you know, read more English speaking books and I was able to, explore other things in my mind that mm. I wouldn't have done otherwise. Mm. But I still wish I had. Yeah. Those relationships would have been a lot more fun over there if yeah. I'd been able to just speak the language without that barrier of going through English. Right. Yeah. I hear you. And it's okay to hold both feelings at the same time, almost paradoxically, right? And that yeah. you know you can be grateful for your experience and you can still wish that it were different. Mm-hmm. Which may take us to our next question, which is, what would you say is the hardest part of being a TCK? I think the hardest part of being a TCK has been feeling other. Um, 
So for example, this Chinese family I was talking about, my friend Alex, you know, he grew up here. Mm-hmm. His parents, his, his dad is from an ethnic minority in Hong Kong. Uh, he grew up in an apartment complex that was four stories and they had three bathrooms for like 70 families. Mm-hmm. Um, so he grew up extremely poor. So now he's in the States. Uh, and then his mom came from an ethnic minority in Ch- mainland China. And so, but he, you know, he's uh, at this point, he's, you know, uh, third gen Chinese because his parents had already brought his parents over his grandparents. And, you know, he, he ended up being a lot more Americanized than I am. You know, he, I'm always texting him being like, Alex, what, what's going on here? Like, I don't get what people are talking about online. And he's like, Oh, David, it's this. And then like, Mm -hmm. but like, if we're hanging out and we're around other Asians, Mm -hmm. like I'm having to explain what's going on to him because he's missing some vital cue. Mm. And so it's frustrating because, you know, I'm this tall, lanky American and I feel so much more at home in Asian culture. Yet I have this friend of mine who looks, he is ethnically Chinese, yeah, but he's, you know, he, he understands this culture more and he wishes he understood his own culture more. So in in my case, I think that's the most challenging part is feeling like even though I look the part of white American, I I I still don't feel it. And I want to, hmm. you know, I, I came back in what, 2011. It's been the eight years or so. Um, and I, I still don't feel like this is where I'm from. I still don't feel like this is this is home, as it were. Yeah, that's hard. It's hard to live that long um, with a feeling like that of perhaps not uh, not not fully belonging or fully feeling comfortable um, in your own skin, so to speak. Yeah. Oh well, it almost almost in a literal way. Yeah. Hmm. How do you how do you deal with that? How do you cope? My in my circumstances. Coping has looked like um, whenever I get the chance to interact with people that are Asian, I take it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm in the grocery store and I figure out that the the cashier is from like the Philippines, I'll try and bridge that gap as fast as possible. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll put on my very poor Filipino accent and try to talk about something they uh, might remember from radio in the Philippines. You know, and then that that works almost every single time. Hey, that Philippines so, accent is pretty good. I like it. It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, so for me, I I find that the best way for me to be able to work through it is integration. I I work my best to get along with the people that I'm with. So if I'm with Americans. I try to ask questions about American culture if I'm really confused. I don't I don't allow the embarrassment and the the you know that not necessarily full-blown shame as it were but yeah confusion about oh well you know am I actually feeling something worthwhile or do I even you know if I was a true American I wouldn't be asking this question. Yeah. Um I've found that I don't 
I don't invalidate those feelings because, I mean, there's a reason I feel that way. Yeah, I don't absolutely. feel like an American. Absolutely. You know? But I think that my best way forward is to just embrace that though I am different in, in ways, I, I can also enjoy those differences and I can talk about them, but I, I want to be fearless in asking questions and gaining clarification. I figure if I embarrass myself one time asking someone this, well, then I won't be embarrassed the next 50 times that I don't understand it. I, I'd much rather deal with that that way than... <laughs> live in continued ignorance i love that perspective of not giving into the embarrassment in the first place and just asking a question and the motivation behind it that if you don't ask the question then you're going to live with that lack of understanding or the misunderstanding you're going to live with that question for the next you know however many times you are in that situation and so why not just ask the question get it out of the way don't give into the embarrassment get it out of the way ask the question deal with it grow learn and um, move on and then your the rest of your experience is probably going to be much smoother because of that that's that's fantastic and i love the I, I let me just say i love the perspective that you've taken on sort of owning your own experience and your own reality that you don't feel like um, you fit in necessarily and that may change over time uh, you may find somebody else who comes along and they're like, wow, I really feel like I don't fit in and all this stuff. And you look at them and you're like, I was there. I was there and now I'm not anymore. That may that may happen. But for the moment, it sounds like you don't, fe don't feel that 100%. And that's okay. Yeah. And you're using that um, you're using that as a way to ask questions, which what that does is that builds relationship because that gives you something to talk about with other people. And it says, hey, I need help. And it gives them... It gives the other person the opportunity to respond and say, you need help, you need this knowledge, I have it, and I'm willing to share with you. And whether or not they know it, that is building relationship. And so that can be a, that can be a really positive thing, having the attitude of just, um, like I said, not giving into the, the, the embarrassment or the shame or the awkwardness or whatever it is that's preventing you from asking the question. Ask the question and allow yourself to learn, to grow, and to be in relationship with people. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I I find that, you know, I, I have to live with myself at the end of the day, uh, <laughs> far more than I have to live with the other people that are around me. Yes, and, yes, that's true. And it's like, it's like, I will, I will remember you know, I will remember both my failures and successes mm -hmm. uh, a lot more clearly and cleanly if I'm honest with myself and with those around me. Right. And I can, I can have, you know, this, this fuller experience of like, of like, oh, wow, I really did botch that. Mm. Um, I mean, let me, let me tell you this. So I remember distinctly for the first year or so, I'd be at convenience stores. We're talking what? talking to someone for two minutes max and they would go you're not from around here are you <laughs> and i was just like and that became my mission of like why don't they think i'm around here and of course those conversations like you're at the gas station they don't they don't want to get into like this heady concept of like oh well i think this is why it's like but but over time you know i figured out how to I don't want to say fit better into this culture, but I figured out how to move more freely 
through it that yeah. I figured out how, you know, I can drop nonchalantly when I'm from the Philippines when I want to. And mm-hmm. I don't have to I don't have to worry about the consequences. All, but there are also other times that it's like it's like, OK, I'm in this group of like five to ten people. If I say I'm from the Philippines, everything will become about the Philippines for like the next 30 minutes. Do yeah. I want this? Yeah. You know, uh, walking that fine balance of like, do I want to fit in or do I do I actually want to stand out? You know, and in the positive way, sometimes it's like, no, it's beneficial for this to be about the Philippines now, because now I'm not sickening awkwardly listening to them like talk about Pokemon Go. And now I get to <laughs> talk about something I know. <laughs> That's true. It can really be beneficial to um, to stand out a little bit just for the sake of creating conversation. And not only conversation, but like you said, conversation that you're comfortable with. Like you know what it's like to live overseas. And just a little while ago, I was at uh, I was at a birthday party, and uh, you know I was faced with the same dilemma. Like, do I, you know. They were, we were talking about like eating bugs or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, termites, <laughs> delicious. And I was like, no, wait, do I go there or not? No, yeah, I will. And it turns out like two of the other people in the crowd were also TCKs. And so we had a lot to talk about. And um, also there are a lot of people who are just into psychology. And so it <laughs> turned out to be a great conversation starter. And it wasn't all about me. It was about other people too. Mm. Um, and so it can be really cool to bring that into con- the, into the conversation and to be bold with that on occasion. But it did, it does take some skill, right? Like you were saying, sometimes it's going to be the whole conversation is going to be all about you for the next 30 minutes and you're going to be a weirdo and you're going to be, a, yeah. you're going to stand out yeah. and it's going to actually sh- shut down opportunity to make, uh, to, to connect with people in a way that's relevant to them. If you, if it's not right. done carefully. Well, and like you, you just hit on something that I think is really critical to the whole conversation of being a TCK is you almost have this VIP syndrome kind of thing where you become the very important person in the conversation. The moment you have, you know, as Brian Regan did a skit once about, you know, what do you do when you're the guy who walked on the moon and you're at a dinner party, you know? <laughs> Someone comes, there's this loudmouth who's just gassing on about his grand achievements. And then he goes, you know, well, you know, that's great and all, but I walked on the moon. And he's like, you know, the moment you do that, you just took complete control of the board. Like that guy, you know, you walked on the moon. Like, who's going to top that? Like, oh, you put your own toaster? Like, you know, like, good for you, you know. But it it does kind of end up being this this idea that we somehow got this trump card we're carrying around. And I think it can be easy to get caught up in thinking it's not that it's all about us, mm-hmm. but that like we somehow have this, you know, we, we somehow have this uh, inflated sense of impact on conversation and interactions with other people simply because we have this unique experience. I love that feeling of being the VIP. That's just oh, that's yeah. so much fun. So much fun, right? <laughs> Guilty <laughs> confessions. I, uh, when you said that, I was like, yes, I have never heard that before, the VIP syndrome. 
but absolutely guilty as charged. And yep. you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Like, man, I I can play the I can play the Nigeria card right now and just steal yep. this show and make you all look smaller than me, and it'll feel yep. amazing. And I might not have friends coming out of this experience, but <laughs> I may look. I'll probably I'll probably look cooler than all of you, which goes back to something you said earlier, right? That at the end of the day, you've got to live with yourself. Yeah. And you've got to right. li- you've got to live with the consequences of knowing, uh, of knowing that you're you're isolating yourself and you're more alone because you play the VIP card, right? So yeah, it's it's like you it's like you it's almost like you end up writing your own story. Yeah, totally. Because because it's like, well, okay, you know, when if I'm in this conversation with this person, like you know. Like with my friend Alex, for example, Mm -hmm. when I'm with his family, I feel at home. I feel at ease Mm. because I can't say anything that's going to shock them or catch Mm. them off guard. Mm -hmm. Uh, They know the cultural context I'm coming from. Yeah. So, you know, I can just be, I can just be David. I don't have to be, I don't have, I'm not, I'm not special. You know, I'm not, I'm not bringing something I'm bringing me to the table and that's unique enough for them, Mm. you know? Yeah. And I think if I were to give like a runner up to like the thing I dislike the most about being a TCK, like having that experience Mm -hmm. is, um, is it's difficult to feel normal. Um, because the times that I feel normal are so uh, niche, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, like you said, the birthday party thing. You know, in the back of my head, I'm like, so like, what kind of birthday party was this? Like, was this for an old person? Was this for a younger person? Was this for an American? Was this for, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I I can't just think of a birthday party being this monoculture concept that like, I would just have in my head of like, oh, yes, birthday party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the difficulties of being a TCK it's difficult to feel normal belonging fitting in no not feeling Feeling comfortable comfortable in my own skin yeah right very good and then um since we're running low on time david i just wanted to ask you the final question if a tck is listening to this um on their way to work and they're going to skim through it and only listen to the last five minutes only pay attention to the last five minutes we'll say that what advice would you give a TCK or perhaps a TCK uh, care provider or a TCK parent? Um, how do you, how ought a TCK to live life well? For me, what I would say is to embrace the challenges that come with trying to relate to your host culture. Embrace the difficulties and concerns and worries be able to understand that you going through this is such a unique profound thing that Mm. even though it can be hard to not be understood by others know that you get to go through something that they don't get to go through Mm -hmm. understand that you you are in the middle of an adventure that you can either regret later on in life or you can look back and think, wow, I did go through it. 
Mm. And I would honestly encourage people to prefer to embrace the difficulties and also triumphs rather than simply try and focus on what works for you. Because by going through those failures and successes, you not only grow as a person, but also you get to relish life in its fullness. You get to you get to see things for as they are rather than what you might like them to be. And I I wish I wish that I others had told me that. I'm I'm grateful, you know, my personality type just does that anyways. You know, for me it's like I'm just gonna go for whatever comes along mm. and just embrace it. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I wish I wish that had been something that I that others had distilled in me further of just being able to say, yes, there will be challenges and it will get better. It always it 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 truly does. Mm-hmm. But far more importantly, it's your own unique experience. It's yours to own. It's yours to do something with, to embrace it and make something good of it. Mm. That's beautiful. I love it. So embrace the difficulties, celebrate the victories, and relish life for all that it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's beautiful. Maybe that'll be the title of the the podcast episode. <laughs> that's a good title. I like it. It's a little bit long, but it's it's like poetic. I love it. Hey man, I I oh I love poetry. Like <laughs> I've written po- bad poetry back in high school yeah. and I've tried to write bad poetry again and I haven't had a chance yet. It just hasn't worked. So mm. I guess I just did my first piece. Uh, thank you. You witnessed it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I, I love your perspective on, um, on the whole TCK experience and that, um, it, it will get better. And sometimes it gets worse before it gets better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, going back to what you said earlier, at the end of the day, you live with yourself. And at the end of, at the end of your life, you're going to live with yourself too. And you're going to look back on it and you're going to see all the difficulties and the challenges and the victories. And um, hopefully that you'll be able to see uh, the beauty in your own story and um, to live with yourself well um, and to accept yourself and your own experience. And so, yeah, why not? Why not embrace the difficulties and why not uh, celebrate the victories wherever you see them? Um, right. Yeah, definitely. Because they're going to come. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. It's it's not like you don't get to have an Eeyore perspective on life and then just rely on everyone else being kind and nice to you to put up with, you know, your challenges. It, it's you you also have to deal with, you know, you you do have wonderful things in your life. You do right. have glorious things. Like you said, yeah. you know, it, you're, you're driving to work, you know, in of itself. It's like, well, yeah, you, you got a car like in the Philippines, like, you know, you'd have to be riding in a jeepney out in the hot and yeah. there'd be 30 people and you'd have your wallet on your lap because you're worried about a street kid coming up from behind and like stealing it. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, but, but here we get to, we get to live with things that in the Philippines, I wish we had. And now, now it, it's, let, let me put it this way. I am privileged to have some of the challenges I have now that I didn't have access to when I lived over in the Philippines. Hmm. I have to dig through the apricots at the store to find ones that are good. I didn't even have apricots in the Philippines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. It's like, it's like, 
are are like you know it's like oh man i have to figure out the the best way to get across town in my fancy pantsy car mm-hmm. it's like yeah and i don't have to take two and a half three hours in public transit that may or may not actually get me to my destination that's true you know and one of the other things that you have now that you didn't have then is that you have an incredibly unique way to experience your um, your host culture, right? Mm-hmm. In that you're this invisible, uh, invisible outsider, and um, you probably see things differently than a lot of people. And like you were saying earlier, you have a broader worldview for or broader horizons for better or worse. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come and just share your story with us, David. I love your perspective. Um, I really like the the whole VIP syndrome thing. That's <laughs> definitely a concept I'm going to be pondering on and reflecting in my own story. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate you coming coming to talk with us today. Oh man, this is this was a kick. I'm glad we got to do this. Absolutely, sweet. You've been listening to TCK Care, the podcast with me, Stephen Black, as we share stories and strategies for supporting TCKs. Hosting and producing TCK Care, the podcast is a part of my ministry, which is made possible by the generous support of my financial partners. If you would like to make a one-time or recurring pledge, please go to tckcare.com slash give. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, rate it on your favorite podcast app, and stay tuned for more TCK Care. Coming up next week.